This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Hey, Ann, on this week's edition of This Bites, uh, we got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of great events, but we're going to start it off with the Royal Wedding. I know Ann Christensen is going to get up at 5 a.m. to stream this very important royal wedding that will impact us all in the future. But we're going to talk about some events that you can celebrate the royal wedding. And we might mention uh, some rumors that about the princess is a huge foodie and uh, put uh, Prince Harry on a diet. Ooh. But also we're going to talk about uh, some events at the uh, of, uh, new event space called Little Duck. And then a Morel Mushroom Dinner, the annual Morel Mushroom Dinner. And Paella Palooza happening all coming up this week. But I'm going to kick it off with the royal family. Chip, chip, cheerio, and Treek, I'm just waiting for this whole episode to implode. <laughs> because, okay, we know that this, whatever, this big event, this wedding is happening. For some reason, there are a lot of people, apparently we are hearing that in the United States, think this is an incredibly momentous event. And they're going to, and like you, is going to get up at 5 a.m., which I, I you've been talking about this for weeks now, Tariq, how yeah. much, how, how excited you are about this wedding. Yeah. Um, and I know that you're just going to make your own menu of, of British favorites at home. I have my kidney pies. You have your kidney pie. Kidney pie. That was right, really My accent's bad. so I bad. Can't do a, I can't do a British accent. I used to be accent. really good in high school, but I can't do the accent. I used to be a good Cockney accent. I can't do it. But anyway. I can't do it. It comes out as like a... South African like, <laughs> mush. Yeah, Australian something not even intelligible. Anyway. Okay. So if you really are getting out of bed early on Saturday, May nineteenth, that's tomorrow, um, there are some bars in town that are gonna be ready for you. Yeah. They're gonna be ready for you. Their TVs are gonna be on and the streaming will have begun by six or five or six AM, depending on where you go. Um, I'm starting off with the Iron Horse Hotel, which, you know, I mean, they're known for their Derby Day celebrations and, you know, little black dress, this yeah. and that. They're, you know, they, so they're doing this British invasion brunch. 6 a.m. to 2, Tariq. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. to 2 a.m.? To 2 p.m. Oh. You know, they're going to be doing, they're going to have the, 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 the wedding on the big screen. TV. Is this on a weekend? Yeah, it's Saturday morning. Okay. Saturday morning. And my understanding is they are going to do some British favorites on their menu. Now, they haven't revealed what they are. And I think it's because a lot of British food is something you don't even want to eat. I have to say, my favorite <laughs> British food, which is, here's a funny story. When I went to London first time, I was on a menu. And I was like, oh, kidney pie. I wasn't thinking kidneys. I was thinking kidney beans. Oh, no. And so I ordered it. I'm like, I ate the thing in like five minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I, I go to the, where's the beans? What do you mean beans? But if you, if you it was would kidney. get. It was kidney. Yeah. so good. It's my, one of my favorite dishes is kidney pie. If you get an English breakfast, though, mm. you might get beans with it. Like yeah, I've, I've had that, yeah. <clears throat> and that might be what the kinds of mm. stuff they're serving, mm. you know, eggs. And they're, I don't know, their eggs is are Is it bangers and mash? Runny. Is that Irish? That's Irish. Okay. But they're, I mean, like in Britain, the one time I was there. I remember the eggs being very runny, the bacon being more like Canadian bacon and really fatty and, mm. and kind of um, not very flavorful. Mm. Um, okay, so then we're going to move right along up to um, actually Red Lion Pub. 
they're doing brunch as well. They're going to have the TVs going apparently, I think, as early as like 5 a.m. They also are doing a British-inspired brunch. Brunch. And they're saying that this being the event of the century, you it know, has make to be your century. Reserva- it's 2018. It's got like another 70 okay, years. Okay, well, you know, make your reservation now because space is limited. Okay. You know, they're known for doing the English breakfast, those kind of traditional mm-hmm. things. Again, I think that's the kind of fare that you should okay. probably anticipate having. Okay, there's a sister restaurant to Red Lion. It's Three Lions Pub. That's in Shorewood. It's a British pub. 45, 15 North Oakland. Yeah, you've been there. Um, So they're going to be doing a royal tea service during the ceremony. So a traditional English tea served with tea sandwiches, English sweets and pastries, and savory favorites. There could be crumpets there. There could be scones. So there could be little little uh, English tea sandwiches, like mm -hmm. cucumber sandwiches, things like that. So I assume that the dress requirement is T-shirts. Yeah, I don't think so, Tariq. I don't <laughs> think so. They're going to be doing uh, a, a champagne toast, too, after okay. the ceremony's over. So Three Lions is, is going to be open for a regular service with their breakfast menu beginning at 6 a.m. Okay. That's pretty incredible. That's pretty intense stuff here, Tariq. Okay, before we go to the next thing, uh, can you explain this to me? Didn't we fight, America fight off to stop, become independent, stop royalty? Ago, just, I don't know. But anyway. Nobody really remembers that. I do. I remember it. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Now we're back and we're going to talk about mushrooms because we're both fun guys. You just called me a guy. It's gender neutral. Doesn't work it's as really a pun. Not. It's really not. Doesn't not work in a pun. Ne- I'm just going to say, though. I mean, sometimes I kind of wonder, like, you're at a restaurant. How you doing, guys? And you see a woman seated at a table with another woman. Okay, or I'm with trying a to man. make a pun you, work. You call, okay, okay, fine. It's a, it's, That's it's, fine. It's for the suit of the I, pun. I'm just saying I get a little touchy about, you know. I'm trying to think of a... a about words that are used to describe me. Well, okay, so what you we... Got, you got high morals. Huh? Okay, so there are going to be some people that are thinking of, of things other than the royal wedding that mm. weekend. Also on Saturday, but later in the day, once, you know, the, once the, the probably the reception is like winding down mm. and, um, you know, there are going to be no cameras probably in the reception. So I doubt anybody's going to be able to see what's going on in there. Just saying, Tariq, for you, for your knowledge. Oh, you don't want the wedding? Yeah. Oh, I got invited. Oh, okay. You're one of the, what, 1,200 uh, tickets that went, or tickets. I'm the fifth cousin Uh, of Meghan Markle, by the way. Okay, I did my ancestor DNA, came back and says, we connected. And plus, I'm 12% British, so. There you go. Wow. Gosh, I mean, to learn that on this bite is huge for me. Well, okay, so Saturday also is the Spring Foragers and Farmers Dinner. Hosted by Little Duck Kitchen and Catering. And what is Little Duck? Okay, so Little Duck is uh, the relation, the little sister of Odd Duck. <clears throat> and it's very close by. You will recall that Hello Falafel, with a little vegetarian, um, kind of Middle Eastern-y type mm. of place that they also own. They decided to close it and open uh, kind of a private event space or a special event space and catering area to do catering and so on. So they're doing a special dinner. 
Um, and it's going to utilize all these ingredients that if you follow any of those foragers' websites, mm -hmm. people are looking for this stuff now. They're looking for morels. Um, they're looking for um, pheasant back mushrooms. They're, they're looking for um, spring onions, watercress, ramps, um, fiddlehead ferns, the spring peas. All these things are starting to come in. Even rhubarb, Tariq. Oh, I love me some. I well, love rhubarb. I don't. Um, anyway, so they're going to be utilizing all these ingredients. It's a multi-course tasting menu featuring two chefs, Ross Bachhuber, who's one of okay. the owners of Odd Duck, and the guest is Cole Ursel, who used to be the chef at Wolf Peach and um, also has been cooking um, for the talent, uh, the, the entertainers that come in to perform for Paps Theater. Mm -hmm. uh, he's been working with Kevin Sloan doing dinners there as well. Um, and Little Duck Kitchen is at... Uh, 2301 South Howell. I always sort of think of it as being on KK, but it's really on Howell. Yeah. Um, but make your reservation now because I know that this is uh, pretty big. It, it, it's limited spacing and it's a pretty big event. Okay. And for them, it's one of their first ones or it perhaps is their first cool. one. That sounds really uh, unique. Like I the, love all those early spring yeah. ingredients. I want to start doing that. You I should. I, I think it'd be a good little exercise and it's fun to do. Probably go out in the woods and... You could just go uh, around River West. Yeah. But I'm Look scared around. of I'm scared of other things and other critters critters in River West. You hear yeah. about the cat chasing the little black cat chasing the coyote in yeah. River West? I did. I saw, yeah. I saw the video. I, I saw mean, I'm scared video. of that black cat right now. Are you? It, it well, there's some badass <laughs> cats out there. So, but I'm, I, I'm I have more faith in the cats mm. protecting us. Yeah, but it yeah. was so cool. But I'm I'm more worried about ticks when I go foraging. You know, I had a tick. I had a couple of ticks in my life. And that okay, you didn't see that story in Grub Street, did you? No. This is so perfect because I just saw this story today in Grub Street that was talking about how ticks, it was essentially talking about ticks as being sort of the size of poppy seeds and the way the whole thing was posited, like they had a photo of a muffin with where the, the poppy seeds look like I, it just ruined, I mean honestly. Someone I, made a, po a muffin? I just, I've, yeah, I love poppy seed muffins. It's one of those childhood things for me. Lemon poppy seed muffins. I don't know that mm. I can eat one again. I wonder if you like other things that comes from poppy seed. <laughs> yeah, nice wink, Tariq. Very funny. Very funny. Okay, moving along, right? Yeah, next up, uh, the annual, uh, the big Mushroom popular Mike. dinner, Mushroom Mike. Yeah. He's a real fun guy. Is he? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> He's a uh, fun guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I just got it, Tariq. Yeah, you never heard that one before. Nah. But they do this, it's what it's like. Felix like has been doing this for like ever since he's been like born. It feels like it's been what, 25 Since he was years. a baby. Yeah, it's it's the it's only the third annual dinner. Really? Yeah. Wow, it just feels like since they've been doing it since I've been here. Well, so you what's know, the, the what's the annual Morel Mushroom Dinner is yeah. all about? It is at Lake Park Bistro. It's a five course dinner paired with wine. Uh, Mushroom Mike, Mike is going to be bringing in some uh, the harvest that he's getting, uh, all these beautiful ingredients that he's getting in. And each course features something pretty incredible. Um, I'm gonna run through this menu because um, I think it sells it pretty pretty, mm -hmm. uh, pretty, uh, you know, single-handedly. First course is a pastry with morel mushrooms and creme fraiche. Uh, and the simplicity of it too is really mm -hmm. nice. Um, second course is a white asparagus soup with morels and mor morel liqueur. Uh, then we have a lamb- Wait, wait, well go back on this. You said morel liqueur, someone makes a liqueur out of- Yes. Morel, what yes. does that taste like? Maybe morels, Tariq. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, then, then okay, third course is a landmark creamery petite nuage with morels, 
garden mosh, which is a green, and um, and a pate. Mm. Okay, a morel pate or like a real pate? No, I don't. I think it's actually a real a real pate. Like a chicken or okay. I don't have the I don't have the exact I don't have it so fleshed out for me that I can tell you mm. that for sure. Okay, but morels are certainly in that course. Um, the next course is a an Alaskan halibut with a morel flan, English peas, spring onions, and uh, a morel white wine sauce. And mm. then uh, we have a boneless poisson. 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 Sad. It's um. I don't think I ever say it correctly. The poisson. It's a young chicken. Okay. It's a particularly young. Boneless chicken. So then deboned. This one is is boneless. Correct. Oh. Boneless. Okay. I know that you, that's not your your preferred method, but this is a boneless one. Uh, comes with morels and fresh cream, caramelized ramps, and green asparagus. Uh, and then the final course is a dessert course of strawberry rhubarb parfait with uh, morel oat crumble, rhubarb angelica preserves, and whipped creme fraiche. Mm. Have you done it before? I haven't, but oh. uh, have long wanted to. Looks good. Yeah. Have you ever forged four morels yourself? No. I feel like I would, you know, really just have to take photos and send it to yeah. you, like the proper authorities mm. to make sure that I didn't don't pick get up sick. something something poisonous. Fake. Mm. They're pretty expensive, aren't they? Yes, they yeah. are. Yes. Um I'm gonna close out with paella. You're a fan of paella, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Hotel Madrid uh will be hosting a Lollapalooza with paella, which is called Paella Palooza. And it's going to be Sunday, May 27th from noon to 3. For one uh, small price, you get all-you-can-eat paella to enjoy. It's kind of a competition between chefs. I don't know which chefs are going to compete in this. Uh, they're competing for the golden paella pan. So the, I guess the people who go can vote on their yeah. favorite paella. Um, I'm curious what chefs they got to do this. So it's a kind of a paella cook-off. Um, there's also, you can meet and talk with the chefs. There's a voting ballad, Spanish wine tasting. Sounds like a fun little event. But uh, for those who don't know what paella is, can you describe to our listeners that never? Yeah, it is a Spanish rice, saffron rice, seafood, mm -hmm. chorizo dish that is absolutely yeah. beautiful when it's prepared in a giant paella pan. This is kind of cast iron, isn't and, it? Kind of cast iron, or is it not cast iron? Yeah, I mean, it could be a cast iron. Okay. I mean, I, I think there's different paella, yeah. types of paella pans you can get, but uh, I mean, it's one of those great ways of utilizing and saffron. You can do, and you can use different toppings. Like there, the certain Spain regions might have a all seafood paella, yeah, or they exactly. might have chicken, so right. it's not just- Might be meat. It's kind of like a pizza. You can put whatever you want in it. Suppose, the focus yeah. is the rice and the pan, the crispiness, right? Crispiness, the saffron to me is essential. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you would do it with any other way mm -hmm. and still call it paella. But that's what it makes me curious here. If they're doing a paella off, how many different varieties of yeah. paella might you see? Uh, to me, you know, the really classic ones with, um, you know, the shellfish, uh, the chorizo, maybe the chicken mm -hmm. um, is just really perfect and has peas, it has some other vegetables mm -hmm. in it. Um, I remember having a version when I was in, uh, when I was in Barcelona that it was like, um, it was almost like a squid ink rice that they oh, used. Wow. It was really different. What does squid ink taste like? Is it, does it, has an umami uh, flavor, like kind of rich umami flavor? Is it flavorless? I didn't really notice, I didn't really notice it in this instance because okay. there were all these other, you know, ingredients that were kind far more dominant, dominant flavors. Um, 
You know, I've had squidding pastas in the past, and you I don't, don't taste know anything that, really. I guess I don't recall just for that. color purposes, probably. I mean, it's certainly dramatic. Yeah. Okay. I was always curious about the ink. Why people use? Is it a flavor thing, or is it just for the color contrast, or? Like I always, think it's probably got to be both, but like, it all sort of depends. I'm on what probably have a little umami. Like I picture a kind of a umami flavor mm -hmm. from that. So is there any, since we talk about Hotel Madrid, or any place in Milwaukee that you know that does pretty good paella in the city? Antigua used to do it. Okay. Um, the, that place on Burnham. Okay. Um, They're still open? They are. I mean, they do They do different regional dishes, so okay. it isn't just Spanish. Okay. They haven't had, they were doing paella. I don't know if they still have mm. it. Um, and I feel like... I feel like Chef Paz was doing a version, version of, of it, it at yeah. one point. Because they're Peruvian. Yeah, right. They're Peruvian. Mm. So, um, but it, it's really, it's really hard to find it. When you make it though, it's just such a party food because mm. if you have this big paella pan with like the handles on it and you come out yeah. with this, it's wonderful. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a great, it's a great thing to do. But it's you a could, great thing to serve. It's easy to mess food. up. I hear it's easy to mess up. It's a, it's a skill to yeah. get the right, the crispy, oh, the texture, not to overcook everything, and get yeah. everything right. You know, it's it's a very easy thing to put together, but uh, to get it right, it's a... Yeah, I it's think a, it's something you def definitely need to master. Yeah. Um, but I know that Madrid, of that same restaurant group, that's not the only restaurant that has it. Mm -hmm. Movida has paella, too. Yeah. And they do, like, a paella night, like a special, okay. I don't know, kind of a all like two-person mm -hmm. deal where you mm -hmm. get, like, you maybe get sangria or something, For some price. kind of wine, yeah, and then you get paella. But I I have not seen Madrid do this paella palooza. Yeah. God, it's hard to say. Um, I don't know if this is the, this is something they did last summer, but um, okay. it looks so they're going to be doing like what gin and tonics with it. Yeah, they've been there doing like, gin and tonics, which are they're pretty good gin and tonics. Episode. Yeah, I had an idea for you know a restaurant chain. It's called Paella Boys, <laughs> or no Paella Peeps. Where paella like, Peeps. So you get like these miniature. You go to the store like a like a you know Panera Bread kind of space, but you can get order mini paellas. They have different ingredients, so the rice is already getting cooked. Then you let people put the ingredients in there. You come to the bar. I want that in my paella. I want that in my paella. And they put it in a paella, and when it comes in little pans, you can eat. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm feeling like it it ceases to become paella at that point. It's still a mini paella. What pan. is it? I mean, I don't know, Tariq. It sounds like you. I mean, you have a lot of ideas. And I, I don't know. I see, and I, I don't know why you haven't opened I'm any a, of I'm, these I'm little a, I'm American Fi and Paella, basically. Well, yeah, you are. You are. You know. That could be a fast, casual restaurant right there. You can put all different types of toppings. Like, it become like a Paella bar. But the rice is already going to cook. Some of the food's already cooked, and you, like, mix it. It takes about 15, 20 minutes, right, for each one to come out. Get the crispy rice. But you have your own custom toppings. You can get real. Like, we have mac and cheese Paellas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Just I said stop. it's Americanized, right? I don't know. I know I'm being silly, but I just I thought it'd be kind of cute to have these mini ones, you know, personal ones, like personal paellas. Yeah. You know, you sit by yourself, have a personal paella experience. But You know, I was I was going to say though when you talk about there being like a a real key to to making mm -hmm. it in Spain, I remember learning this when I was there that that, that chefs there use a, a specific Spanish rice mm -hmm. that doesn't overcook as easily as yeah. other ones. You get you get a crispy without yeah. being because that's the that's you know chewy or right. And then I I've certainly had paellas where you feel like the meat or the fish is yeah. overcooked or something. It's all got, timing. It's uh, all right. It's all right. Or yeah. So, so just when you do uh, paellas at home, don't use the 
you know, store-bought box rice, I guess. Don't use instant rice. No. <laughs> Just, no, like, no, putting no, it out no, there. No. I know some people have probably, like, I don't have time to make paella. I'm going to use instant rice instead. Like, don't. It, it won't work. Just put it out there. Like paella helper? <laughs> Dude, we got something here. Paella helper. And it comes with a kit with a, 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 right. a, a mini paella pan that you can use. And you make it in under 10 minutes. And then you're a fi- the figure of you is on the box with wearing a chef's hat. <laughs> no, wearing a bandana. There we go. Yeah. There pie, we go. Pie, <laughs> oh, this sounds like it's time. And to, you uh, say that we don't have fun here at this bite. No, time to go. Well, that concludes this week's edition of This Bites. I hope you enjoyed this week. A little kind of crazy today. As always, This Bites is produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And always, stay hungry. And keep the malort cold. Until next weekend, you take care. I will, but you know, at some point, I'm going to make you change our tagline, and we're not going to use Malort anymore. It's already catching on. It's a it's hashtag be like now. It's like Morel Liqueur. It's a hashtag. Morel Liqueur. It's Keep the Morel Liqueur. Oh gosh. It's a hashtag. Kids loving it, man. I, I walk around the streets. Yeah. People are like hashtags. Malort really? Cole, man. <clears throat> Malort Cole. So they, you live and die by the hashtag, don't you? Oh, those hashtags. I got. I got to keep up the millennials, man. <laughs> It's all about they're, millennials. The millennials, they're, they're the ones who are going to be at the... It's all about millennials. They're going to be at the, the, the wedding coverage. Yeah. I, I care nothing but, but, but the millennials. Okay. All right. Good <laughs> good good times. Good Go times. millennials. This is this is a good day. It's always a good day on, on this bite street. See you soon. And I'm serious. Take care. Take care. Take care. Take care. Take care.